Very good. Now, I'm only 15 seconds in, but I'm full of anger. Did you hear that? Did you hear that little creak in the background? It, the microphone might not have even picked it up. I'm going to be even more upset if I'm bitching about it right now and I hear this back and the microphone didn't even pick it up. I'm sitting in this chair, right? It's like a, a, a Wayfair dining room chair. And if you shift in it, it cracks. I'm just going to do it again just so you guys know what I'm talking about. Okay. Now listen, you might have heard that sound couple of times here and there throughout these podcasts. You instantly hear it when I get up. But if you haven't heard it, you guessed it, that means I'm not moving. Because I'm such a fucking good podcast host. Some may say, and some do say, that I'm a delicious prince. Now, I wouldn't even repeat that if I was the one making that up. But most pe- this is what most people call me. Delicious Prince, uh, Mr. Fahrenheit, can't stop him now. These are the things that people email me, they DM me, they let me know. This, this is what people in the streets are calling him. Uh, that's slang for streets. If you, if you missed it, if you're not, um, you know, if you're not in, if you're not in the in crowd, you just don't know. If you know, you know, you know what I'm saying? That's a wink and a nod and a tip of my fedora to you. If you know. Listen, guys, it's episode 80. What? What? And by the way, I for sure don't wear no goddamn fedora, but it's episode 80. We made it. We made it. We're here. Who thought? Who would have thunk? Right? Episode 80. What? Who else does this for you guys? (laughs) 25-year-old, ranting about nothing, going borderline clinically insane weekly for you guys for 30 minutes apiece, Mondays and Fridays, even even though today is Tuesday. But as you guys know, there's a valuable life lesson that the Happy QM Podcast Studios teaches. What's that lesson, guys? Well, you know what? Let me... Let me call on Robert Stack for this. <clears throat> Yo, hey, uh, Rob, can you can you come over here? Thank you. Uh, just please, um, in all of your glory, uh, just let them know what the top le- one of the top lessons. This is one of many lessons that Happy Q on Podcast Studios teaches. I just want you to uh, to let them know because I feel like coming from you, it could you know mean more. Yes, Santi. Here's the thing. I'm Robert Stack from Unsolved Mysteries. And of course, I'm wearing my sweet-ass detective overcoat. And I just wanted to let you know from Santi, through me, the vessel, that one of the main lessons of the Happy Podcast QM Studios is that, in fact, it is healthy to blame everyone else for your issues. So, as Santi says... He records Mondays and Fridays, but today is Tuesday if you look at your fucking calendar. But it's not his fault, even though he was supposed to wake up on Monday and record this podcast. It's someone else's fault. So do like Santi and blame someone else for your problems. I'm Robert Stack, and I approve of this message. Thank you, Robert. See, here's the thing, guys. Blame other people for your issues. If there's no food in your fridge because you were too fucking lazy to work that month, it's not your fault. 
Somebody should have paid you. Somebody should have given you money. If you don't have a roof over your head, it's not your fault. Someone should have given you housing. If you're ugly as shit, not, that's definitely not your fault. But, <laughs> oh God, whatever. Listen, guys, it's good to be back. I've got 73 fucking topics, 73 goddamn things to talk about. Want to know why? Because it's been eight days since I've recorded. Eight days and the rust is real. So it's going to be rigid. And guess what? It's not my fault. It's not my fault that it's going to be rigid. 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 Um... Yeah, man, this weekend I had my baby shower, um, which was cool as shit. Weird as fuck. Weird as fuck because um, it's funny. I, I've been stressed lately, and not like crazy stressed, not like hair's falling out, and I'm like, uh, that's, that's me shaking with stress. Uh, none of that. But like I felt this like weight uh, on my shoulders or something. It's, it's hard to explain, and it comes with the anxiety that I have, but I felt this weight on my shoulders almost, and I could, couldn't really tell what it was. All I know is that it was there. So bam, the weekend comes. Uh, I do this big move out um, with my old apartment, uh, and then the following day was my baby shower, and then after that was over, I woke up Monday. Now, here's the thing. I wake up at 6.15 for you guys because I'm such a fucking amazing podcast host. Wake up at 6.15 to record this, then go run, and then go to work. Okay? That's a lot. That's a, that's a lot to ask of me. I am but a 25-year-old, and I'm doing this for y'all twice a week. What? What? This is a bargain. So, Send, share, subscribe, whatever the fuck you got to do to support me. <laughs> but listen, I go, uh, baby shower, whatever. I wake up Monday. I'm supposed to wake up at 6.15, right? I woke up at 6.15, turned my alarm off and said, I'm going straight back to sleep. Now, if you know me, that's something that I can't do. I, I mean, I can go back to sleep. What I'm saying is if I have to record a podcast, I will get up and I'll, even if, I can't, even if I don't record a podcast that day, I'll sit at the computer trying to. And if it comes out shitty or whatever, if I just straight up, straight up don't like it, I just don't post it. I deleted whatever. And has that happened a couple times? Yes. It, insecurities? Yes. It's okay. But that's because I want to give you guys the best. I want to give you guys the golden content. And that says a lot because it's not even that good to begin with. <laughs> so what exactly, you guys are like, what, wait, what exactly are you talking about? You you tried a couple of times for this? <laughs> no, but listen, I woke up at 6.15, not stressed out at all about recording a podcast. I said, we going to do this tomorrow and went straight back to sleep. Then I woke up at 8 something right in time to leave. And I'm like, why do I feel so good? Why do I feel so chill? Like there's not, no weight on my shoulders. I wasn't stressed out. It's weird. So sometimes you, you, your body, your mind, whatever, you're stressed out about shit and you don't even know what it is. So take care of whatever the fuck you got to do. And maybe the thing is, it, you know, it's a, it's a month away, you know, because I knew we were going to throw the baby shower and, and I'd kind of sort of been stressed ever since. But it was probably the baby shower and the moving out in one weekend. There was a lot of things to do. Your boy was stressed. And now I feel, I feel the part. I feel like a delicious prince.
Now, feeling good, uh, but it was a jam-packed fucking weekend. And let me tell you about it. Let me tell you about my weekend. Let me let me hi. I want to highlight something for you guys. I want to highlight just how good. Oh, oh, guys, come on! One of the oldest topics in our podcast. I want to highlight just how good evangelists have it. So, it's Sunday. It's baby shower time. I'm coming from the Bronx, where my mom lives. She can cook her ass off. She she can fucking season a sock, and it'll be delicious. She's making the food for the baby shower. She's hooking it up. So, naturally, and there's gifts and stuff, so I'm going to help her. And then also, we're coming with my brother, my aunt, to the baby shower. I know coronavirus times, whatever. I'm not on a goddamn beach with 73 fucking people. I'm not at a bar with 73 people. I'm not on the street with 73 people. So I don't want to hear it. Whatever. Continuing. Uh, So we come over with the food and gifts and we're like jam-packed like little Tetris pieces in this car. Now, she's got, I don't know what the station is called. But she's got um, a religious station on, whatever. I don't know what it's called. And it's Joe Austin. Now, Joe Austin sounds like this. He's got a little bit of a southern twang to him. And he sounds like this. And he just he needs to let you know that Jesus is on your side. Jesus is here to fight your battles. Jesus is here to, to hold your pain. Oh, you got no legs, move aside. Jesus is here to help you with your arthritis. Uh, it's got to be something that you can't see. Uh, you've got no legs. I can't help you with that. Uh, yeah, yeah, Jesus would give those back. Jesus is here to take your pain away. Jesus is here to take your anxieties away. Oh, oh, you've got no arms? Oh, please move aside because I got to help. Je- Jesus can't help you right now. Jesus is, <laughs> Jesus is here to pay your rent. So here's the thing. Joel Austin is here. So I now repeat after me. I will be healed. And you gotta be like, I will be healed. I will be strong. And I will be strong. And I will I will stand upright. And I will stand upright. I will eat three meals a day. Yes, I will eat three meals a day. I will poop two times a day in the toilet. And I will poop two times a day in the toilet. Yes, repeat after me. I am strong. Like, so this is Joel Austin. Now I like Joel Austin when I was more religious. <laughs> when I was more religious, if you could believe that I was any type of religious at any point. When I was more religious, um, I actually had his book. I think it's called Make Every Day a Friday or something. It's a cute little title. And it's it's just big book on like positivity and stuff. And it's, it's a pretty good book. If you can like uh, – what's that goddamn word? Um, not subtract – but if you can like pull out, there's another word that I'm looking for, but I can't find it. Whatever. Uh, if you can pull out the good stuff from all these like evangelists and the Bible and, uh, a, you know, even a book. And that's the general thing that we do with everything. Like we find something that we like and let's say we only agree with 50% of it. We take that 50% and we apply it to our lives. So whatever. It was a pretty good book back when I read it when I was like 17. Cool. Um, so she's listening to the channel. And he's just saying dumb things like, yeah, and this and that and Jesus and God and blah, 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 blah. 
So I'm making fun of it a little bit. Nothing crazy. Nothing crazy. I don't come at anything abrasive. You know, I'm not like, oh, God's not real. I'm to be honest with you guys. I'm pretty much agnostic. I'm like, dude, it could be. You know what I mean? It could be. Could not be. Whatever. I you know hope it is. All that good stuff. But I can't say nothing. I can't say that is or isn't anything. I feel like that. I feel like that's an ignorant posture to take on any argument, you know, to be 100% either way. I'm always in the middle. I'm always like, well, maybe, well, maybe not. That's healthy to me, you know? That that's that's my healthy. So I'm making jokes, just just being silly, what I do all the time. Uh and let me let if if you guys remember, I'm I want to talk about how sweet these evangelists have it. I'm making fun of him. And my mom, borderline, well, she's like getting there. She's getting upset. It's like, hey, dude, stop. Stop that. And like I can tell by her tone, like she's like, it's almost, it's like a little bit of fear, you know? Like a little, little, little bit of fear of Jesus Christ. <laughs> just a little bit of fear, like, oh, you shouldn't be talking like that about God and Jesus Christ. First of all, hey, first of all, hey, mom. I'm just in the back seat talking about Joel Austin. Joel Austin's on the radio worth reported in 2017 anywhere between 40 and 60 million dollars. And he has a 10.5 million dollar mansion. Hey, look up his mansion. It's a mansion with a mansion attached to it with another mansion attached to that. With a little baby mansion for the pool. Look up a picture of Joe Austin's estate. Let me know how you feel about it. Hey, I'm in your backseat joking about what Joe Austin is saying, and Joe Austin is making money off of everyone. Yeah, you will be healed. Yeah, repeat after me. Mmm. Forty to sixty million dollars in 2017. Mmm. Repeat after me. <laughs> What? How is that okay? Dude, They evangelists have the best gig. So not only can they say and do whatever they want and make money off of it, they're being defended by the people who listen to them. And then I felt bad. I felt like a goddamn putz in the backseat. I'm like, oh, I feel bad. I made, Maybe I, I made my mom feel bad or something because I'm a nice guy. Listen, if somebody's uncomfortable about religion or because, I'll, you know, it's a, it's a touchy subject. Religion and money and what is it? What's the other one that you're not supposed to talk about? Fucking politics or some dumb shit? Politics for sure you can't talk about. Once had an argument in a goddamn bar about uh, uh, literally if you fucking disagree with anything a liberal or Democrat says, you're fucking conservative apparently. But uh, – I got into an argument about stop and frisk in a bar once. Like, oh, you must have voted for Trump. I was like, Jesus Christ. Like, chill. Let's take this one step at a time. And needless to say, it wasn't even an argument because I'm trying to make valid points. And the people that I'm arguing with were just upset. So whatever, had to leave the bar. But listen, where was I? <laughs> um... What type of gig is that? I want that gig. Oh, no. What I was saying was she she got uncomfortable, so I stopped with the jokes. I chilled out, even though it was just jokes to begin with, even though I'm not the one making money off of selling Jesus. 
It's the easiest sale. Hey, I'm selling Jesus. You can't say anything about it because you're evil if you say anything about it. So you've got, you've got one choice. Ignore it or join it and give me money. 40 to 60 million? Are you insane? Uh, whatever. There's a lot of other crap I want to talk about too and it's only 16. And it's, it's, it's already 16 minutes. I told you this podcast was going to be rigid. It's been eight, eight days, guys. Um, so yeah, that, that, that's absolutely insane. And I truly, I think I'm going to become an evangelist eventually. Uh, but whatever. Now, for now, I'm going to rail all of the lines of Coke. Okay. Drink all of the tequila, Casamigos specifically. Okay. Become an alcoholic. My life's going to fall apart. I'm about to be 26. So I've got four years. Once I turn 30, I'm going to buy myself a cheap suit and then start preaching Jesus. Okay. It's a foolproof plan because I can do whatever I want until I'm 30. And then, hey, I've got Jesus now. He's forgiven all my sins. Whatever, guys. I'm going to drop that. Uh, so there's a lot of shit going around. First of all, YouTube and Instagram, YouTube and Instagram, and specifically comment sections, are the fucking public restrooms of the internet. I just want to get that off my chest. It's it's ridiculous. Everybody's arguing. Everybody's got a point to make. Oh, I got. If you're sitting there and and you're writing a fucking paragraph about anything on Instagram, no, just that's it. Just no, man. Just stop. Just give it up. It's not cute. No one cares. Okay? Just no one cares. No one wants to hear it. No one wants to see it. And get, you know who does want to see it? The person who has just as much time on his hands as you. Just stop. Doesn't matter. But there's a lot of these posts going around, especially now with uh, all this shit going on in the world. You know, a lot of political posts, a lot of like, uh, a lot of just, a lot of everything. Everybody's got opinions. Everybody's got opinions on how you should live, what you should do to live, and What's the right way to do something, right? So I saw there was this like post on, um, it was like instructions on consent, essentially. Uh, and it's like, oh, con consent can be withdrawn at any time and yada, yada, yada. And to me, it's obvious, you know? To, every, to everyone who is a regular person, it's obvious. Consent means this, you know? It, it, yes means yes, no means no. That's it. And if at some point that yes turns into a no, that's it. Okay? Very obvious. Everybody knows this. Now, here's the thing that I want you guys to think about. I want you guys to know. There are no bad people reading these things going, oh, that, that's, what, that's how that goes. Oh, okay. Oh, I get it now. Yeah, or that's how consent works? Okay, thank you. Now I know. There are no bad people who see that and, and their lives are changed. Now, I'm not trying to justify it, but what I'm trying to say is bad people are bad people. They know what they're doing. Dude, I listened to this uh, plug fucking Crime Junkie podcast. It's called Crime Junkie. These, these, these two girls or two women, whatever. Uh, they pretty much talk about like a serial killer or a serial whatever, murderer, rapist. Uh, they pretty much just document a crime or a string of crimes that one person committed over an episode. And recently they did Ed Kemper. Ed Kemper was one of the main characters of the first season of Mindhunter. 
this is based on true story or true events rather in the 1980s when they first, first, first started uh, profiling criminals, uh, specifically serial killers or serial uh, fucking crime committers, whatever you want to call it. Um, Because they started realizing that there's a pattern in which these people think and act and it's not something that anybody was ever used to before that. They didn't know how to document or categorize these people. So these two women are, are documenting uh, Ed Kemper and talking about him and how he acted. Dude, he murdered his grandparents when he was 15. And this is, this is his rationale. First, first, he murders his grandma. I forgot what the rationale for that was. But uh, he... He stands outside the house and waits for his grandfather to come home. And he goes, well, I have to kill my grandfather because I don't want him to come home and see his dead wife. So let me kill him before that happens. So he does that. Kills his grandfather. They're both dead. Uh, I forgot what happens, but he got caught. And because he was so calm about it and so just matter-of-factly about what he had to do and how he had to do it, they they admitted to, admitted him to or submitted whatever him to a insane asylum essentially or just an asylum or a fucking mental place. Uh, he does good there. He everybody essentially like they start using him because he's so smart for like testing and stuff, and he uses that to learn how to act like he's a better person. So he learns how to act like he's a better person. He gets these crazy recommendations to essentially leave and leave the, the asylum and become a mental institution. That's the fucking thing I was looking for. Leave the mental institution and you know become a quote-unquote regular person again. And when he gets out, what do you know? He starts committing crimes again. And so much so that even before he started committing the crimes, and by the way, what he was doing was kidnapping, murdering, dismembering, and having sex with the dismembered bodies. Yeah, yeah, that's just a little bit. But to get his practice in, he picked up 150 hitchhikers, picked up and dropped off, picked up and dropped off, just to see, okay, if I act this way, this is what happens. If I act that way, this is what happens. Just to practice, just to practice. Now, let me tell you something. If Ed Kemper read a little fucking Instagram post about consent, he would not stop and say, oh, I'm changed. No, what he would stop and say, oh, this is how I have to act so I can eventually dismember and rape your dead body? Now, that was dark. Now, I had trouble making it through that sentence, but, but, facts are facts. This is what he was doing. He was learning. He would look and learn. All we're doing is teaching these fucking psychopaths how to act normal for a night. Yeah, I'm going to act normal for 10 minutes so I can kill you in the next five. (laughs) This is what's happening. So what I want to say is that normal people know. Normal people know. Okay? It's, it's, It's a specific demographic that I understand that people are trying to target, but you can't necessarily change a psychopath's mind. They know what they're doing. They know what they want. They're going to figure out how to get it. As fucked up as that sounds. You got, you got to take a certain level of responsibility, even though we don't do that here at the Happy QM Podcast Studios. <laughs> you just got to try to avoid crazy people, dude. This is why I don't talk to anyone. Ever. 
I walk around in a bubble. Literally. I'm like Bubble Boy, dude. I'm like Jake Gyllenhaal in the Bubble Boy movie. I go out in a bubble. It gives me three feet of space so no one can come close to me. I don't, I, and I don't, look, I don't make eye contact with anybody. I look at the floor or I look at the sky. And when people talk to me, I just ignore them. They don't exist. I delete them from my plane of vision. Uh, I just think these posts are funny, man. And then there's posts like, uh, it's the fucking most ridiculous thing. It'd be like, chocolate is racist. Here's why. And then you have to swipe for the fucking full story. And there's like five images and you, you swipe. And chocolate was made in the se- the 1700s and, and the cacao plant. And here's what happened. It was all about the segregation of the people and the slaves were forced to pick the cacao plants and then and ultimately if you eat chocolate you're racist and it's just like jesus christ everything's got a racist past dude it's like oh i really like this hourglass well actually you, you shouldn't like the hourglass because the hourglass were was used to time the slaves when they were picking the cacao plant like jesus christ can i do anything you can't get anywhere on Instagram without seeing how to live and how to think and how to do this and how to do that. Like, what? What? Can't we just be regular people? Like, I get it. Shit's kind of serious right now, but can't we be regular people for a little while? Just for a little while? I miss it, man. I miss it. I have a hard time talking sometimes on this podcast because it's like, oh, oh, am I going to say something wrong? <laughs> <laughs> you gotta like think about what I'm saying. And we don't like to do that here. We don't like to do, as you guys can tell. Uh, but not only that, uh, damn, we only got four minutes left. Um, what the hell else did I want to talk about? I want to talk about a bunch of shit, but of course I didn't get to it. Whatever. I'm going to leave, I'm going to end off on a story. Um, my apartment, it's uh well wifey's apartment it's got a window where you can kind of where you can see the front of the the building that we live in the premises um now there's like a a yard essentially not like a yard but i forgot what it's called dude when it's this early i can't even fucking think about words and i hate it but it's got like a path so you pull in from the street you come onto the path and then you pull up to the building up to the building and this delivery guy on his little electric bike pulls in stops his bike at the door and he's about to go into the building and someone coming on the path older white guy of course not to be racist but of course um he's like hey hey you got you gotta move the bike you gotta move the bike you gotta you gotta take it out to the street now I was getting water at the time, but I was like, what's this about? So I'm watching through the window. Hey, you got to move the bike. You got to move the bike. The delivery guy's like a Mexican dude. He's like hardly understanding. He's like, what? What? He's like, you got to move the bike, dude. I'll open the door for you, but you got to move the bike first. He's like, what? Uh, All right. Like, what's going on? So he makes him drag the bike out to the street. Now. I'm a little upset that I didn't exit the apartment and intervene. But I've got a quick question for this guy. Why? What's the fucking difference? Now, if the Mexican dude took out his phone and recorded this guy and made him insta-famous for being a Kevin, I wouldn't have been surprised. Now, I don't think he was being racist or anything. 
but he was being fucking annoying. My life lesson to you guys is just don't be fucking annoying. What difference does it make? He's on this path. He he parks his bike, most likely because he doesn't want to get his bike stolen. If you put it back on the street, it's easy to just kick the stand up and drag the bike away. Those things don't really lock up. I've, I've, I've saw firsthand somebody stealing one of those delivery bikes from a place, literally just rolled it away. So he probably put it there so he doesn't get his bike stolen. Because guess what? If his bike gets stolen, he probably loses his job. So he parked it in front of the building, which is in the path. So, you know, it's tucked away from the public. He'll go into the building, press the button, get the person to come down, give them their food. Nobody loses their bike. The person gets their food. No, you had to intervene and he had to move his bike. For what purpose? It was parked. So for what purpose? So here's my life lesson. Mind your fucking business. It's got nothing to do with you. Why, why are you getting involved? And this is that Kevin Karen shit. People get involved in shit that they shouldn't be. Mind your business. I don't get it. I don't get what's going on anymore. <laughs> it's funny because this is something that people always used to like, uh, whatever. We got 30 seconds left, but we'll, we'll get into it more next time. We needed to crack back into this fucking podcasting thing to, to wipe the rust off. It was rigid. Whatever, guys. If you're a real one, you support and appreciate anyway. Love you guys. It's good to be back. Above all else, and most importantly, fellas and chicks, be happy.